My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Okay, this is so unlike me, but I've just been here sitting down. It's like 8.30 p.m. I'm in my room and I just recorded like five minutes of this podcast episode and I re-listened to it and I'm like, oh, I don't want to post this. I don't like this. Why am I not on form today? And I just impulsively deleted it. (laughs) And now I'm recording again. I'm like, why did I delete that? It was fine. I'm having one of those very self-judgmental days where Nothing I do is good enough, and I'm not feeling as sharp as usual, so just wanted to preface this podcast episode with that, Um, and I'm just going to give you a bit of a life update and try to ramble and not overthink what I'm saying, and I don't know why I'm feeling this way right now. Maybe it's because I've had a really long work day and my brain is kind of mushy, but I really wanted to record this all day. And I have no idea what I want to talk about yet, but I know that I haven't done a solo episode in three weeks and I really do like connecting with you in this way. So let's do a little life update. I was just in Canada for two weeks visiting family and it was a jam-packed trip. It was back-to-back. I was in Toronto visiting my uh, grandma and my sister and some aunts and uncles and cousins. And then I was in my, my parents' house. They live in the countryside kind of between Toronto and Montreal. So I went there and hung out with my parents for... Uh, probably like four or five days. And then I went over to Montreal and saw my other grandma and then also my new big hire at Superhuman. I hadn't met her in person, so I saw her in Montreal too because she lives there and then just some friends. So it was a jam-packed trip. It was really fun and I'm really happy that I went. It was weird and I kind of posted about this on my Instagram slash uh, social medias. uh, And I was talking about how weird it was going back to Canada after not having been there for almost three years, really. And uh, I have changed a lot over the past three years. You guys know if you've listened to the the podcast and have followed along my journey, it's constant transformation, um, constant evolution. I can't stop. (laughs) It just keeps happening. And yeah, like the last time I was in Toronto, I hadn't, I hadn't had, I hadn't made my business yet. I haven't and have Mimi Method or Superhuman, I, I hadn't really like figured out what I what my purpose was yet. I was just kind of floating along and people still didn't really take what I was doing seriously and you know, family members and stuff were just like, Oh, when are you gonna get a real job or whatever? And um it was really funny coming back feeling so different and feeling that the environment around me was the exact same because I went you know, drove by my old house growing up because I did grow up in Toronto. I, you know, saw family that I hadn't seen in years. And it was very interesting to see how A, I was treated differently and how B, how distant I felt from that past life of me living there probably seven years ago at this point. Um, I left Canada when I was 18. So yeah, 18, 19, I left to move to London um, and then I moved to the Bahamas two and a bit years, two years ago. Oh, it was two years ago. Okay. Maybe I haven't been <laughs> getting my dates all wrong. I haven't been to Canada 
in like two years. I haven't been to Toronto though in like almost three. So I, I was in Vancouver for a few months. Anyway, going back to the point, Mimi. Um, yeah, so it was really cool to kind of see that evolution. And it was just interesting, like I said, to like see how I was treated differently by like random aunts and uncles and cousins and whatnot, because I hadn't really come back as this new version of me that has seen big success. And it's no secret that you know, superhuman meaning method, it's been really big for my career. And it's been the thing that has put me on the map, I think, um, when it comes to actually like making real money. Before that, I was just, you know, I had a following online and I was trying to figure out how to make consistent income. But to be honest with you, like, you know, doing brand collaborations and stuff like, you know, it's not very consistent. I didn't like relying on other people. I wanted it to be my own thing. So I started selling more eBooks and online courses and stuff. And that was good, but it was still like not consistent. But with Superhuman, uh, it used to be called Mimi Method, the nature of a subscription model and a product that has never been done before. And it's so unique and truly transformative, um, really just equals, uh, you know, consistent income with high profit. If it's an amazing product and people talk about it constantly to their friends and family, you know, we've been, we've grown massively simply through word of mouth. Um, we haven't really done much paid advertising at all yet. So it's, it's a big step up from when I was last in Toronto, just to kind of wrap that up. It, it's been a massive step up and, you know, people, it, it made me feel weird how I was kind of seen differently. Um, even if it's just like with my grandma and stuff, like not that I was treated badly before. I just wasn't taken as seriously before. Now I'm the kind of person that my grandma talks to her friends about. And it's like, Oh, you know what Mimi's doing? She's doing this. And like, of course she would have mentioned me before, or like, you know, my other family members or acquaintances would have obviously just been normal about me. But now it's like, I don't know. It's just a bit different. And Obviously, I'm proud of myself for doing everything I've done and being at the place I am. And I've always known deep down that I had this in me, but no one else seemed to really know. Um, which is just always how it works. So if you're, by the way, listening right now and you're feeling like you're working towards this future of yours and nobody believes in you yet and no one's taking you seriously or putting you on a pedestal, just know that stuff really doesn't matter and just keep focusing on what you're doing because it will happen. If you continue doing the right work, it will happen. And it's bittersweet because it's kind of like my inner child is like F you. And then like my ego present self is like, oh my God, yay. <laughs> it's a very interesting dynamic um, between the two of them. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because that's kind of been on my mind and it was just interesting is the word. It was just, okay, like navigating this weird new feeling and then also being in a space that reminds me of like this old life of mine, you know, like growing up there, like I was a specific person when I lived there and I think it's always just a bit of a trip every time I go because I was so emotionally charged like the years few years before I left Canada, like I was very much so emotionally deeply unhappy with where I was and not the person I am today and trying to be something different and not believing 
that I was good enough in every single way and just really caring what other people thought of me and just like being in such a bubble, like Toronto has such a bubble. And I guess every like place where you grow up can feel like a bubble to you. Um, so yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, but otherwise it was nice, you know, seeing family and stuff that I hadn't seen in ages. It was good. It was good. It was very good, but it was back to back. Like I didn't really have much time to myself. I kind of thought it was going to be a bit relaxing. I think there were a couple of days there when I was staying at my parents' house where I did like unplug and I painted and, you know, went through my parents' basement looking at all my old stuff and what I wanted to take back with me to the Bahamas and what I wanted them to throw out. And it was a lot of that kind of stuff, but it was just really, I I think I need to like do a writing meditation on the whole experience because there was something, there's something in there that I need to explore because I still have like a weird feeling about it that I can't really explain. So yeah. And then when I got back, it's just been so busy and I feel like I'm not getting as much done in the day, even though I'm working all day. It's one of those current situations with work where you're like you're exhausted at the end of the day but you're still like not moving the needle so I need to kind of reevaluate what I'm focusing on I think and there's just a lot of potential and as someone that is a visionary I'm, I'm a visionary and I don't know if you guys have read that book rocket fuel I think there's a few of the books that it's with the same authors and it's like business books basically these business books that talk about how founders are visionaries usually and then they need like a right hand man that's an integrator so the two personality types like visionary integrator visionary is me in a nutshell um but i'm very good at taking on integrator roles when needed like i'm very good at putting specific focus work work in when needed but visionaries are more like the big ideas like maybe fleeting ideas uh, all over the place, like wanting to do everything at once, like huge, big vision sees the potential in anything. Um, you know, we'll work late at night, not very structured working hours. Um, we'll kind of just like go with the flow of how they're feeling. And that's kind of, that's me. But a lot of founders are visionaries because they're the ones that usually come up with the big ideas, right? And then I recently hired my integrator, which I'm incredibly blessed <laughs> for because she is the right hand man. You know, she's the one that's like taking my ideas and saying, okay, wait a second, let's do this one first. We're going to shelf this one right now. And like helping me kind of like, because honestly, before I was just trying to do everything at once. And I still have that like conditioning of like, just everything I want right now needs to be done right now. So yeah, learning structure is another thing um, that's been going on right now. And then also full transparency. I have been pretty off of my seated meditation game over the past two, three weeks, like since I kind of actually got to Canada because, quote, I can make the excuse, I was so busy, I was in a different environment when realistically I could have easily just woken up a bit earlier and just made that part of my routine. But the good news is that I did not stop meditating. I stopped doing seated meditations. I haven't done a proper seated meditation in weeks. And that's really weird coming from me because those are the ones that really make me feel different. But I've been doing other meditations. And this is why I love this method that I create or have created so much. It's because like 
Let's be real. Sometimes when you want to sit down and do a seated meditation, it takes so much discipline because you're actually trying to change a behavior, which is like your full attention on doing something else. Whereas if you're just playing a walking meditation while you're walking to the grocery store or like while you're, you know, walking somewhere or getting your steps in, if you're playing like a workout meditation, like we have this chill in meditation on superhuman, I love to listen to when I'm working out and it's like a chill in meditation for when you're working out and it's like 34 minutes or something. And it's such a good DJ mix track. Um, and I, it just always amps me up. So if I was working out, I would be listening to like a workout meditation or if when I was getting ready, this is the one that I was doing the most over the past two to three weeks in the morning while getting ready, there's like a five minute getting ready, uh, meditation and the music with the words, like the whole thing changed my energy while I was multitasking and like washing my face, doing my skincare, putting on makeup or whatever it is in the morning. And it was only five minutes long and I felt accomplished after because in my superhuman app, the tracker showed that I completed that day. My minutes went up. And then also I could just in my mind subconsciously think, oh yeah, I've meditated today. So the day hasn't gone to waste kind of thing. Because for me personally, if I miss a day of meditating, I feel just like the day's not as good as it could be. And A, because obviously doing something like a getting ready meditation, that's just like essentially self-improvement audio to listen to while you're doing other activities during your day, it genuinely, genuinely changes my state and it feels like a small shift if you look at your whole day from like a bird's eye view but when you look at like your weeks and your months from a bird's eye view and you see that shift manifest and it looks so much bigger or it feels so much bigger when you're actually looking at the bigger picture so all to say full transparency i've been totally off my like more disciplined meditation game of doing my like 20 minute seated meditations or 15 minute seated meditations every morning and i'm allowing myself to not be perfect with it and i think for some reason i just needed a different type of meditation i've been feeling the difference though because even going from a 5 or going for from a 15 minute morning seated meditation to a 5 minute getting ready in the morning meditation like I basically feel like a zero in the morning if I haven't meditated. I feel like a six or maybe a seven if I do a getting ready meditation and I'm really into it. I feel like a 10 if I do a seated meditation. So it's really just planting those seeds and like being the best version of you possible for that day. That doesn't mean needing to do a sit down 30 minute morning meditation. It doesn't mean needing to eat a perfect breakfast balance of protein and fats and whatever. It doesn't, doesn't mean that. It just means doing the best that you need or doing the best that you can that day. So yeah, I it, I kind of feel like I want to get back into my seated ones because typically like on a general, like, you know, in a, in a typical month for me, and of course I own Superhuman, the meditation app, but I also live and breathe the the work, the meditations, and that's how my life continually transforms and I create what I want constantly and miracles happen to me very often. And I think it is because of my elevated vibration from subconsciously hearing this type of audio pretty much multiple times a day. So what I was going to say, what I typically do 
is like a 10 to 15 minute seated meditation in the morning. And then maybe I'll also add in like a getting ready meditation, but usually I'll do one or the other because like they're around the same, like they're probably in the same, within the same hour. Um, And then in the afternoon, I do a walking meditation because my walking meditations make me feel like I'm in a movie. They make me feel like I'm walking down like a freaking runway. Honestly, they make you feel like you are the shit (laughs) and they just elevate your spirit and they make you feel confident and like just like you've taken a shot of positivity and you just love doing that. Then it's like getting a high from doing a run, but like not running. So that's how I can kind of describe them. So then usually I'll do like a walking meditation in the afternoon. And then sometimes I'll play a cooking meditation when I'm cooking Ben and I dinner or, and, or, um, play evening meditations for us at night. I know that sounds like I'm doing my meditations four times a day. Some days it looks like that. And then other days it just looks like a seated meditation. And then, a walking meditation or a cooking meditation. Some days it's just a cleaning meditation, you know, like it really is designed to be weaved in to your day. And that is why a seated meditation is technically harder. It's because you're, like I said, needing to change your full behavior. Whereas if you're just playing a cooking meditation while you're cooking, it's not hard at all. And it just like subconsciously lifts your, lifts your mood and vibration. So Anywho, and uh, the other big thing that we've been doing lately is like Ben and I love evening meditations, so we'll just lay in bed and like half fall asleep to the evening meditations because he loves those. Ben actually does my meditations very often. I don't know why there's a misconception. Well, maybe I do know why, but there's a misconception that superhuman is just for women when like I actually have loads of men doing the meditations. The reason is because some of the meditations are female-focused, like – you know, I don't know, uh, what we probably have some for like when you're on your period or something, or, um, I'm all, I'm actually launching motherhood and pregnancy meditation soon, but that will be in like a totally different category. So if you're not pregnant or a mother or want that kind of meditation, it won't be like targeted towards you necessarily. So don't worry about that. I had a few people message about that. They're like, Hey, I don't necessarily want this. And I'm like, it's okay. I'll just be there for people that do. Um, but what was I saying? Okay. So that's my typical routine, but now I'm feeling very motivated to get back into the seated. Um, and just remembering that like, even if I miss a morning seated meditation, if I have to run into a meeting or something, I can still do one in the afternoon, but in the afternoon, I always feel like I just want to go on a walk anyway, let's move on. Um, so Canada, so other healthy habits though, that I did keep up when I was in Canada. Well, the one that I did not keep up is eating healthy. (laughs) That is another full transparency. Um, yeah, I just literally, and I, I'm like all for it. I'm very happy that my relationship with food has just been amazing the past year and a half, especially like amazing. And, I went to Canada and I literally, we went to the best restaurants. Like that's one thing about Toronto and Montreal. The food is so good. Like living in the Bahamas, there are some good restaurants. There's one really good restaurant here and that's it. Like all the other ones aren't, aren't the best, but there's one that we love. Um, well, no, there are some, there are a lot of decent ones, but there's one amazing one. And then when I go traveling to like big cities, the restaurant scene, next level. So Toronto restaurants are amazing. Montreal restaurants are amazing. So we ate out a lot. Like me, I took my grandma out for a dinner one night. Like I took my, um, 
my friends out um when when we were in Montreal I it was really good and the whole time and I stayed in the best hotel when I was in Montreal I decided to live my lavish life and continue my manifestation journey by acting as if and I got a room at a really amazing five-star hotel um, in Montreal. And I stayed there for five days and I got the best room service ever. I stayed at the Four Seasons. It was just exquisite. And yeah, the food. I, I just ordered absolutely whatever I wanted and I enjoyed every single second, every single bite. And it was amazing. So that's one thing that I definitely just intuitively felt like I wanted to get back into is healthy, more like pure, less, like less ingredients, the better kind of thing, um, eating in, in the Bahamas. Cause I got home and I just felt just a bit brain foggy. Um, and yeah, so we've been eating pretty well since I've been back, but, and like cooking from scratch at home is always like my favorite thing, but going away for two weeks and eating the best food at restaurants was really just a treat. Um, but what I did do to make sure that I kept my nutrients in, because every single day that, you know, I'd be eating out a lot, like, of course, and I'm at family house, you probably eat like breakfast and lunch at home, but then you probably go for dinner at night. Like that's just because I was there and I was seeing people and I kept having plans. So dinner at night. So what I would do though, to set myself up and something that really helped kind of like help me feel like lightened up in the morning after a heavy restaurant meal the night before is having my greens powder mixed with ice and the juice from half a lemon and just like chugging that first thing in the morning. I literally brought my Organifi green juice powder. (laughs) I brought it with me in my suitcase and I had it every morning. Yeah, every every morning except for one morning um, before my flight home um, coming back. And it was just such a consistent thing in my routine when I was away. And I'm very proud of myself for keeping up with it. I talk about Organifi on the podcast all the time. You guys know I use their products every day. It's really high quality, organic, um, nutrient dense supplement powders. So I have their greens powder in the morning. It's just called the green juice, um, powder, and it's full of really, really high quality ingredients. My doctor has vetted it and it's just amazing for you. And I don't, own a juicer. They're really annoying to clean and I need to be realistic with what I purchase because I won't use it if it's really difficult to use. So instead of a juicer, I just do this in the morning and it's full packed of all these amazing supplements, uh, nutrients for you. And I hate taking pills. So that's all of my nutrition in one day, basically in that one powder. And if you guys did want to try it out and let me know what you think and join me on my morning greens powder obsession, then just go to Organifi.com forward slash Mimi. Organifi is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, not Y, I, dot com forward slash Mimi. And then you can just use the code Mimi for 20% off everything. Um, their stuff's super high quality and I am obsessed. I brought some for my family too. And my sister's obsessed with their like turmeric drink. You have it with hot water and it's like this like turmeric latte type thing with oat milk and it's just a dream. So yeah. And also in the show notes, you can find the link if you'd like to try it out. And then otherwise, when when it comes to working out, when I was gone, I didn't work out much at all. Like probably once or twice, I did a little bit of stretching and Pilates, but 
I did some walking. Not Nothing crazy, though. It was really cold. <laughs> it was really cold. I did some walks in the morning with my parents when I was in the countryside. But yeah, I really didn't exercise a lot. So when I came back, I naturally just wanted to, you know, feel like myself again. So I've been, I've been pretty, pretty healthy. But um, again, like, I used to be so obsessed with being perfect. And now I really am just letting myself be and more listening to my body. And if I did not feel like I wanted to be super healthy when I got back, I'm just going to listen to my cravings and trust my body because that is what has helped me the most in my journey with body love. So there's that. And otherwise, you know, it's March 22nd right now as I'm recording this. There's so much I want to do this year. And I kind of had this realization earlier that we're almost halfway through the year. We are almost halfway through the year. It's kind of crazy. I feel like there's still so much to be done. And then I've also had so many big realizations about where I want to live. Well, I want to stay in the Bahamas, but I think we're going to move in the summer and move to a different home, whether we buy it or rent somewhere else. Um, I want to live in a house. And that's the the energy for my the rest of my 2022. I want to be in a house. And maybe I want to get a dog later this year. I've Okay, I'm just going to say this on the podcast. And I'm not going to be public about it on my Instagram because you're already 25 minutes in if you're listening to this. And I just feel like I have such a big trust bond with my podcast listeners because I genuinely feel like they hear me and they know me. You know me, you hear me. Um, and I don't really want to like, it's not something I would like do a post about on Instagram anyway. So I'll just kind of tell you, but keep this between us. So when I was in Toronto, I had a huge realization that I think I want a baby sooner than I initially thought. I was visiting a cousin of mine and she has a newborn and I was talking to her for like hours and I was like, oh my gosh, like, why do I feel like I want this now? And maybe it's hormonal. Maybe it's my body deeply wanting to procreate. I do not know what it is. Um, but hormonally, like my, I've been seeing babies on Instagram and I'm just like, I need it. I want it. (laughs) And anyway, so when I was away, I had just like a very deep realization that I want babies sooner than I initially thought. I kept telling Ben for ages because Ben's five years older than me. He's 30. I'm 25 right now. And I know, I know it's so young to have kids and everyone's going to have opinions. I I don't care about everyone's opinions. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, so I came home and I initially, so I initially always said to Ben, five years, five years, wait till I'm 30. Cause I just had this misconception, I guess, or preconceived idea in some way that I need to be where I, where, where I want to be in this perfect place before having children. I kind of just rejected the thought of still being someone that was working and like doing things and not like reach the end goal yet kind of thing. And I know that mentality is so not it. Um, cause you never fully reach that end point and feel 100% satisfied. Like you're always going to want more, 
But I always had this idea in my mind that I'm like, I want to wait till I'm 30. I want to like sell my company and have some time off and then have babies and be super wealthy and have all everything I need. And I just had this idea. And I came home and I just realized, oh my God, I want it sooner. And I'm going to see what happens. I'm, this is really just what's on my mind at the moment. And things obviously change very quickly. But I think in like the next two years, I want to get pregnant. And I spoke to Ben about it, obviously. And, you know, he's definitely on the same page. And he's been funny enough having that primal feeling <laughs> lately, too. So we'll see. But again, I'm. It, it's just things come up and I don't really know yet. I This has been like a month realization. So we'll see. But I'm also not very traditional and we're not married yet. We're not engaged. So maybe that's a problem for some people, but I don't really care about that as much, to be honest with you. It'll happen soon. I'm not, again, though, I, I don't really, it's not something I care that much about. I know a lot of women, you know, are, they are, it's more of a priority for them to get engaged and married before having kids. But for me, not as much. I don't know why. I just have never been that traditional, I guess. Um, but we'll see what happens. I literally have no idea and things could change in the blink of an eye, but I just wanted to share that with you because I haven't really told anyone <laughs> and I know it's not that big of a deal. Like, okay, instead of 30, 27, but that would mean that like next year I get pregnant. Maybe. I don't know. I just want to be a mom. I want to be a mom so bad. <laughs> I want a baby so bad. <laughs> I need to chill. It's one of those things that I don't want to make a decision on very quickly, but it will happen in divine timing. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you like this style, this format. And yeah, if you haven't already, try out the 14-day free trial on Superhuman. You're going to love it. It's my meditation app. Just type in Superhuman Meditation on the App Store or in Google Play or you just go to our website and just try it for two weeks free. See if it's for you. If you do it consistently, your life will radically change. That is not an under, that's not an overstatement. It's an understatement. And, um, we also offer a money back guarantee. So if it does not give you the results that you want, you can just let us know. And that's that. And if you are already a member, just wanted to say thank you to you and, I'm just so excited about the future of Superhuman. We're adding so many new categories soon in the pipeline. We have travel meditations launching in the coming months, motherhood and pregnancy meditations launching in the coming months, and just workout meditations I want to do a whole playlist for. Like, There's just so many ideas. And we release a new meditation every single day of the week, so there's always fresh content. And I put my heart and soul into this. I have a whole team dedicated to make this the best experience possible. So I'm really, really grateful for everyone that is already subscribed. And if you have anyone in your life that you feel would benefit from this as well, just send them like a screenshot of the app in the app store or like share with them the app and just tell them that there's a 14 day free trial and just get them to try it. Because oftentimes our loved ones, the people we love, like they aren't into personal development like us. Trust me, I know. Um, but it's, it's really just offering people resources if they're struggling or not feeling a hundred percent happy in their lives or going through something or, you know, trying to improve in some way. So superhuman is just to help you improve your life. It's not necessarily for anything but that. It's to help you feel better and happier every day. 
I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll see you next time.